We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The Chicago Bears select... Welcome to Picks for Pace, presented by the Bear Report. Your number one source for everything Chicago Bears draft news, analysis, scouting reports, and more. Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, making their way to the podium, Andrew Freeman and Usaid Koshal. Welcome to Picks for Pace, a Chicago Bears NFL Draft podcast presented by the Bear Report. So usually I have Andrew Freeman on with me here, and you can actually follow Andrew on Twitter at AJFreeman25. But here's the thing. If you guys haven't picked up on it, we're actually doing a number of smaller episodes breaking down the Bears draft picks with individual beat reporters from every single team. So for this one, you guys are going to get to hear me fly completely solo with a special guest that I'll introduce in a couple minutes here. But you guys know me. I am Andrew's counterpart, Usaid Koshal. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Usaid Koshal. Check out my work on the Bear Report as well. But getting into it, Virginia Tech had four NFL draft prospects drafted, and two of them actually ended up in the NFC North. So it was offensive tackle Christian Derisaw and running back Khalil Herbert. Now, Derisaw was picked by the Vikings, but Herbert was picked by the Bears. And so joining me, guys, was Matej Sis. You can follow Matej on Twitter at M-A-T-E-J-S-247. He does some great work for 247 Sports. 
Virginia Tech website. So check that out. But he joined me this week to sit down and really for this episode to just sit down, talk about sixth round pick Khalil Herbert, his impact at Virginia Tech, the role that he played one big breakout game that he had where his career is moving going forward. So it was a really cool all around interview. So without further ado, guys, here is my interview with Matej. Be sure to enjoy it. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us now on the Picks for Pace podcast, we've got someone else from the 247 Sports Network. Matej Sis is in the house. You can follow him on Twitter at MatejS247. Matej, what's going on? Thanks for being on here. Not much, man. Just grinding through the offseason. Obviously, we've had a really exciting draft in the past week. So excited to see some of the Virginia Tech guys that we've been covering for years finally get their chance in the NFL. Yep, and one guy that you guys only got to cover really for a year because he was only at Virginia Tech for the 2020 season was running back Khalil Herbert. The Bears selected him in the sixth round. I think to a lot of us in Chicago, it was a bit of a surprise because the Bears have invested a lot in running back. I mean, they have David Montgomery, they have Tariq Cohen, Damian Williams, Artavius Pierce, Ryan Nall, a whole bunch of guys. So this was certainly a surprise pick for a lot of us that cover Chicago, the Bears here in Chicago. But can you tell us of just some strengths in Khalil Herbert's game and what he brings to the Bears? Yeah, first and foremost, I just want to say that um, you know, with Khalil Herbert, it was a surprise that he made it all the way to the sixth round. I think he would, he should have gone anywhere from, you know, rounds three, maybe four is what I was expecting. So to get him in the sixth round, even if you have, you know, an entire stable of running backs for the Chicago Bears, I think it's incredible value for where they got him. Obviously, he's a guy that only played one year for Virginia Tech, but what a year he had 155 carries. 1,183 yards. He didn't command the ball, you know, 20 plus times a game, but whenever he did get the ball, he made an impact and he averaged 7.6 yards per carry for Virginia Tech. And, you know, you look at those numbers and you say, wow, this guy was explosive. He was dynamic. Uh, Some of his strengths include his vision. Oftentimes when an inside zone didn't work, he would bounce it outside and he could take it to the house. So he's a really explosive guy. He runs in the mid four fours. And I think the the best thing about him was that with Virginia Tech last season, they had, you know, two quarterbacks throughout the season. They didn't really have a passing game. So everyone knew that Khalil Herbert was kind of that X factor for Virginia Tech and he was still able to make an impact. So he's incredibly explosive. He's a really good teammate, and he seems to make plays whenever he gets the chance. Speaking of being explosive and making plays, what was his true role just during his time at Virginia Tech, and how do you think that's going to translate over to the NFL? 
So it's actually kind of funny, just a, a quick tangent here. Uh, when he arrived at Virginia Tech, he wasn't the only transfer running back. There was another guy by the name of Raheem Blackshear who came from Rutgers. And the entire offseason, the coaching staff was hyping up Raheem Blackshear is kind of the guy that's going to be the X factor that can catch passes out of the backfield. And anytime they seemed to praise Khalil Herbert, it was as a blocker. And they said his willingness to be physical was his biggest strength. And then seemingly out of nowhere, he was able to kind of take over that number one role. And obviously, you know, had one heck of a season. But, you know, when you when you look at him, I think, you know, there's there's all different types of running backs. And when you look at David Montgomery, he's a guy that can kind of command that lion's share of the carries and kind of take time to build into a game. I think when you have a guy like Khalil Herbert, he doesn't need 20 carries to be productive. He just needs, you know, a handful of carries and can spell reps. Um, he didn't have a ton of touchdowns, so he's not really like a, a goal line back. But, you know, the way I view him is he's kind of – in between the 20s type of runner, um, he'll get you a lot of yardage and set you up for those red zone situations. Yeah, production's really interesting when it comes to Khalil Herbert because we know that he's this explosive just kind of guy that should be is essentially a home run hitter when it comes to running the football. But his production just throughout college was limited as a receiver. And he only had 10 receptions last year. Is this an area of his game that you think he's still growing in or will he just be a one dimensional running back? I definitely think he has the ability to be multidimensional. Um, we saw that he was a big factor in special teams as well. So he was on kick returns and, and yet again seemed to almost house it every time he, he got the chance to take back a kick return. I think when you look at his receiving numbers, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, but I think a lot of it has to do with, like I mentioned before, that Virginia Tech didn't really have too much of a diverse passing game last season, bringing in multiple quarterbacks throughout the year. And when they did want to throw to the running back, it was the other guy, Raheem Blackshear, that they were targeting out of the backfield. So I think Virginia Tech recognized that his strength was kind of in between the tackles and they wanted to utilize him that way. Um, but I think he definitely has the ability to be an all-around type of back. And I think, you know, it might take him a little time to get that aspect of his game up to speed at the NFL level. Um, but, you know, for what his strengths are now, he can definitely service as a guy that can spell carries for David Montgomery, at least in the short term. So do you have any com pro comparisons for Khalil Herbert at all? You know, it's tough because, um, you know, he's kind of like a – he can do a lot of different things. I, I mentioned he was mainly running between the tackles, but um, another guy in division, I, I kind of see him like a Dalvin Cook light. Obviously, Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs. and I'm not saying a sixth round pick from Virginia Tech is going to be there, especially in his first season, but they're kind of similar in the way that they're both physical guys that are, are built around the same stature. Um, and once they get past that first level, um, they can recognize lanes and really break them open. So I think when you look at their games in that regard, they're they're very similar. 
Yeah, that's really an interesting comparison because Bears fans are, we've seen so much of Dalvin Cook over the last couple of years that kind of makes you want to rip your hair out sometimes. But what was one moment during Herbert's career at Virginia Tech that you felt like really defined the one year that he was there? I would have to say perhaps the Duke game was like his biggest breakout game because Virginia Tech was dealing with a lot of the COVID-19 repercussions where they couldn't really field a full team in their first week. Going out in the second week against Duke, it was really on Khalil Herbert's shoulders to carry the team. And, you know, he had 200-plus yards, multiple touchdowns. Virginia Tech was supposed to beat Duke by multiple touchdowns, and and yet it was a very close game. And had it not been for the heroic efforts of Khalil Herbert, Virginia Tech might have lost to the Blue Devils there. So um, it wasn't just – he had multiple runs of 20-plus yards. He had two long touchdown runs of 30-plus yards and even had an 80-yard return on the kickoff that he did take in for a touchdown, but he stepped out prior to the goal line. So, you know, he's just, he did everything in that game. And I think that was the moment that Virginia Tech fans said, this guy is special. Got it. Yeah, that Duke game's one that I'll have to go back and watch some tape from, kind of to get an idea of what Cooler Herbert really did. But what's one area of Herbert's game that you thought was a weakness and that you think he needs to improve on? I think it's it's definitely his durability. I wouldn't say necessarily he's injury prone or anything like that. And it's tough to really, you know, put the finger on it, but he was the guy, like I said, that took Virginia Tech between the 20s and never seemed to come back out in that goal line area. He only had eight touchdowns, and I would say a majority of those came from those long runs. Maybe he was gassed out. Maybe it was maintenance from the coaching staff saying we can get our other guys to get us five yards and get into the end zone. But I really want to see more work from him in the red zone I don't know if that's going to be his role when he's on the Chicago Bears. I still think he's more of that, you know, between the 20s guy. But, you know, there's definitely a lot more to be seen out of that regard. Can he be physical? Can he get those tough three yards? Or is he just the guy that when you can be multiple, when the defense doesn't know if you're passing or running, that he's a guy that, you know, takes it seven plus yards. Let's talk off the field for a moment here. What can Bears fans expect out of Herbert, both in the locker room as well as off the field? I mean, he's just a he's a tremendous person and, uh, you know, definitely sees the opportunity at Virginia Tech. We didn't get a ton of media availability with him, but in the times that we did have, he was very captivating. He was very respectful Guys seem to just want to rally around him because of his ability. But not only that, he was one of the leaders in the locker room. He seemed to pick guys up on the sideline. I mentioned the Duke game, and there was a lot of guys that were playing in their first game because a lot of guys were ruled out. And, you know, this is a guy that is playing in his second game for Virginia Tech. And on the sideline, Cam, you can watch him going up and down and talking to guys and trying to hype them up for the moment. So he's definitely more than just a guy that can get it done on the field. 
He's an exceptional teammate. He's well-spoken. He's just an all-around type of guy. Got it. And the Bears always value high character, guys. But <clears throat> two more questions for you here. And the first one is pertains to Christian Darisaw. I mean, he was drafted by the Vikings at 23rd overall. Number one, were you surprised Darisaw slipped all the way to where he did? And what should Bears fans know about Darisaw, considering he is the future franchise left tackle for the division rival Vikings? Yeah, you know, I, I did think he was going to end up with Minnesota, which is funny. I didn't think he would make it all the way to 23. Uh, but Christian Darisaw is like another story of a guy that he was incredibly undervalued in the recruiting rankings, only had one power five offer. His grades didn't allow him to go to Virginia Tech. His other offers were like Delaware State. So um, he ended up prepping for a year, really got everything together, and then immediately as a freshman became the starting left tackle for Virginia Tech. And in his first game, goes down to Doak Campbell against Florida State, playing against Brian Burns, who's now on the Carolina Panthers and one of the you know better uh, pass rushers in the NFL. But he's a guy that, again, he's he's more on the quiet type, but he's just so insanely consistent. And whether it was the run game or the pass game, he seemed to make an impact. I know Bears fans probably don't want to hear that, but, you know, Christian Darisaw was just an all-around type of guy. Um, he didn't really – you wouldn't really notice him in the sense that, you know, any time there was, you know, a big pass rush, rushing presence, he would seem to neutralize them, and he did well in the run game. Um, you know, he was a big part of why Khalil Herbert was so good in his one year at Virginia Tech because he took pride – in being a run blocker as well, getting to the second level and moving guys out of the way. So, you know, he's really an all-around guy. He's pretty athletic, not the most athletic, um, but just overall very consistent. And so last one here pertaining to Derisaw and Herbert's teammate, but Caleb Barley, I know he stepped onto campus as a wide receiver back in 2017 and then played cornerback, well, was converted to cornerback in 2018 and then he had a bit of a slide because of the back issues, although there were some people that considered him to be one of the best cornerbacks in this draft class after Sertan and J.C. Horn. Take us through Farley's time at Virginia Tech. Yeah, so Caleb Farley came in. He played a bit of quarterback for his high school team, was a wide receiver. Everyone knew him because he had track speed. He was one of the fastest guys. And when you see a guy that's flying up and down the field at six foot two and 200 pounds, I mean, that's a guy that anyone wants. Uh, at Virginia Tech, he was a wide receiver. I still think, you know, I was in person for that spring game when he was a wide receiver. Um, I think he was the best wide receiver on the field. And then he tears his ACL. They move him over in his off in his redshirt season to the defensive side of the ball. He has a mediocre first season as a cornerback, but then just explodes the next season at cornerback, just absolute lockdown cornerback with so much athleticism and size. He was just like the prototypical guy that NFL teams want. Um, I understand why he slid. There were some injury concerns. He tore his ACL. He had a back problem that held him out for a bowl game two years ago. And then, you know, opted out. And then when he's supposed to complete his pro day, uh, has another issue with his back. So I totally understand it. But this is a guy that just drastically got better year after year. 
you know, he's still pretty fresh to the position. I still consider him kind of raw, but if he was able to do that against, you know, a really good receiving core in the ACC when he was lining up, um, I can only imagine what his progression is going to be like with NFL coaching, going up against guys in practice every day. I mean, he ju- he has all the physical tools. He has, you know, all the athleticism that you need. Uh, it's just a matter of getting back up to game speed for him. Uh, yeah, Farley is going to be one of the most intriguing first round prospects to watch, especially because I believe he came down with COVID or he tested positive for COVID twice like literally right around the draft. So when they showed him up on screen, he was in his room alone. But Matej, that's going to do it from me. Thanks so much for being on here. Did you want to plug your Twitter handle one more time? And where can those of us that are or the people who listen to this podcast and subscribe to the Bear Report, where can they read your work? Yeah, so come over to vtscoop.com. Uh, I'm not sure how many Chicago people went to Virginia Tech. It's worth a shot if you did, if you know anyone that went there. If you want to read on some more uh, Khalil Herbert, we're still running out articles all the time. Uh, you can even go to his profile and probably find a, a bunch of articles we've written about him if you want to get a better sense for who he is. Uh, you can find me at Matej, M-A-T-E-J-S-247 on Twitter. I'm always tweeting about those guys. Uh, if you like Virginia Tech, it's the best place to be, just chatting with fellow Virginia Tech Hokie fans. Uh, or if you want to get back into co- some college football, it's always fun over there. So I appreciate you for having me on and, and letting me plug my stuff. Absolutely. Thanks so much for being on. Let us know if you ever need anything, and we'll definitely have you on again in the future. Appreciate it. All right, Bears fans, that was an excellent interview by Matej. You can go follow him on Twitter at MatejJS247. Seriously, guys, check out his work. But also, it's been a pleasure being your host this week. We're going to be having more of these draft prospect interviews coming out, so check them out. But hey, listen, before we get out of here, check out my work on the Bear Report. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Usaid Koshal. Be sure to follow our main podcast handle on Twitter as well, at Picks for Pace. Bear down. It's going to be a really fun summer here on the Picks for Pace podcast. We're going to have more guests on, some really cool stuff coming your way, but that's going to do it from us this week. We will catch you guys later. Have a great rest of your week, and bear down. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.